Hey, I'm Scott Walker here with a special edition of Freedom Fighters, our podcast. And what we're talking about today is something I know a lot about because it happened in my home state. The verdict uh, today on Friday, the 19th of November coming out, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse found not guilty on all the charges. Not completely surprising. I think many of us who knew exactly what happened in Kenosha back in August of 2020 uh, I said at, at the time the charges came out initially that I thought that this would be, he'd be successful in a self-defense uh, defense, and he was. I just didn't know for sure in the last week or not, particularly after several days of deliberations, whether or not the jury would agree, but they did. And I think that's a triumph of the justice system. Now, you're going to hear all sorts of attacks. You're going to hear this is about race. It wasn't. The people involved uh, were not black. Uh, they were white individuals. You're going to hear this uh, is about a double standard. It's not. I mean, if anything, the indictment is on woke weakness and the, uh, and the collaborators within the national media. Remember, none of this would have happened had Tony Evers, the governor of Wisconsin, a Democrat, like so many other woke, weak warriors across the country, actually stood up and done what he's supposed to have done. Public safety. That's one of the hallmarks of any level of government out there. And yet, even though a week ago he called up the National Guard in advance of today's verdict, uh, no matter what the response would be, uh, 500 members of the Wisconsin National Guard, the men and women who proudly serve uh, in-state and around the world when called up for deployment. But had he called them out early on in the uh, the riots that took place uh, after the shooting of Jacob Blake last August, none of this would have occurred. There'd be no trial. They wouldn't have to have done this. This is an example of where those of us who believe in peace through strength, whether it's as Ronald Reagan talked about in terms of our enemies' uh, on a global basis, or even at the local level, peace through strength, not allowing what happened in Madison, Wisconsin months before, or in Portland, or Seattle, or Chicago, or New York City, or Washington, D.C., where each of these Democrat-led states and Democrat-led uh, cities, I should say, allowed these people, some of whom may have started out as peaceful protesters, but but certainly you can't make this up. The The image last year on CNN of the reporter standing there with a fire behind and the caption says peaceful fiery but mostly peaceful protest nobody bought it not the least of which were the people on that jury who lived in kenosha county i i reiterated this again the other day the people who lived there know what happened last year they know what we went through they know what happened they know these were not peaceful protests they were not fiery but mostly peaceful protests these were riots and it was out of control and i wish that the rioters were there we're not there i wish that Kyle uh, Rittenstone and anybody else involved with that weren't there. None of them would have been there had Tony Evers, a woke warrior from the left, Democrat governor of Wisconsin, actually called out the National Guard immediately. something we did years earlier when there was a similar disturbance in Sherman Park in the city of Milwaukee. We got things under control with the National Guard, the state patrol, working with Sheriff, then Sheriff David Clark, the Milwaukee County Sheriff. This is what happens when you don't allow law enforcement to do their job, when you don't allow the proper sense of peace through strength, this is a tragedy. The fact that two people's lives are lost is a tragedy in its own right, but but it wouldn't have happened to happen if, if again, I mean, remember the circumstances. It wasn't just Tony Evers. You had Joe Biden come out. In fact, the Kenosha News, 
uh, a paper that historically endorses Democrats actually did a, a just a, a an incredible editorial not long after this all happened, saying just a scathing editorial saying that Evers, who's the governor, Evers' statement on Sunday fueled the fire before any rioters got here. His insufficient response has put a Wisconsin city and its residents in danger. He poured fuel on it. It was similar to the comments by Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, who, who all immediately jumped to conclusions, just like so many in the media jumped to conclusions on what happened with the police officer and Jacob Blake. Remember, Jacob Blake, they showed up at this place because a woman called 911. She pointed out that she identified herself as the uh, female caller who said she, she was the girlfriend, that Jacob Blake was her boyfriend. She said he wasn't permitted on the property, that he took the keys to her vehicle. Officers who arrived there were warned. They were warned. Uh, they had a wanted alert because Jacob Blake actually had an arrest warrant for charges of third-degree sexual assault, trespassing, and disorderly conduct in connection with domestic abuse charges. When they got there, he was between a couple women who were fighting out in front. Uh, they told him to drop the knife. They tried to subdue him. As he went through things along the way, he fought with officers, even put one of them in a headlock. A headlock, if you can imagine that. Two of the officers actually had to use tasers on him. He resisted arrest. Um, he went then ran around the vehicle. This is all amazing, all this is happening. It was the vehicle, not his, but the one rented by the woman who called 911. According to reports, she said, he's got my kid, he's got my keys. Jacob Blake then opens the driver's side door and he leans in. Police thought he was reaching again for a weapon. And after repeated attempts to try and subdue him, including being tased twice, they shot him because they thought he was reaching for a gun, or excuse me, for a knife, some sort of a weapon. Well, the, the attorney general for the state of Wisconsin, a Democrat, acknowledged, he announced that a knife was recovered from the driver's side front floorboard of the car. His agency, the Wisconsin Department of Justice, did a, a review and presented it to the Kenosha County District Attorney's Office. The DA there is a Democrat. He didn't uh, issue charges. The Justice Department, which operates obviously under Joe Biden's attorney general, announced it would not bring civil rights charges against the officers. And the city of Kenosha, led by a Democrat mayor, allowed the officers to be reinstated. Yet people jumped to the conclusion. Sure, if you just saw that one video, but when they saw other videos, when they did witness accounts, when they did interviews, when they did research, they actually found that, that Jacob Blake could have stopped all this just by listening to the officer's request when, he, when they originally arrived on the scene. And yet, remember, Kamala Harris last year actually talked to Jacob Blake at the hospital. Now, sorry what happened to him, but none of this would have had to have happened if he just listened to the request, the reasonable request made by the officers at the time they arrived. None of this would have happened. This is a prime example where the media just does not get it. They, like Tony Evers, inflame this situation. Thankfully, and again, I said it, knowing that people on that jury would be from Milwaukee County, a year, well, yeah, just about a year ago, pointing out that, uh, that I didn't think that he would be found guilty. I thought that a self-defense defense would actually work in general because of the facts, but also because the people on that jury lived in Kenosha County. I thought that would be the case. Thankfully, the jurors saw the same. I think going forward, I pray that uh, we don't see the kind of violence that we saw in August of 2020 reemerge. Thankfully, the National Guard is there. I think they've taken appropriate precautions in this instance. But I particularly pray for the members of that jury. 
Because there were talks early on in the deliberations, we'd heard, uh, at least through a reporter, that there was some concern about what sort of reaction, what sort of retaliation would there be against them. And so I, I pray not only for the community in Kenosha, in southeastern Wisconsin, in the state, I pray particularly for those jurors who who were charged with a very important duty. I was, I'd been on a jury before, but never in a criminal case like this. I had a civil case. And uh, I know my wife was involved on a jury in a criminal case. Uh, people who are jurors take it very, very seriously. They were charged with very specific directions to look at the facts, uh, to, to determine whether or not, with beyond a reasonable doubt, that they believed he was guilty of these charges. And they did not. I think the prosecutors did a horrible job. I actually think one prosecutor in particular, when picking up a firearm and pointing it, all of us who are gun owners cringe because you don't point a gun at something you're not prepared to shoot. You certainly don't put your finger on the trigger. You'd think after what happened tragically in that movie set that people would be more uh, enlightened by this, but clearly they were not. And I actually thought it backfired. I think anyone who lived through what happened in August of 2020 in Kenosha County knows what the circumstances were, and they they envisioned someone pointing a gun at them. They can only imagine what they would do under those circumstances. So justice was served. God bless the USA. Um, sadly, though, none of this had to have happened if we had peace through strength instead of woke weakness in Kenosha, in Wisconsin, and around the country. That's why we've got to keep standing up for freedom. I'm Scott Walker. Thanks for joining us on this special edition. Until next time, keep fighting for freedom.